This episode is brought to you by Shopify. Forget the frustration of picking commerce platforms when you switch your business to Shopify, the global commerce platform that supercharges your selling wherever you sell. With Shopify, you'll harness the same intuitive features, trusted apps, and powerful analytics used by the world's leading brands. Sign up today for your $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash tech, all lowercase. That's shopify.com slash tech. Hi, everybody. This is Adriana Trajani. I'm the host of You Are What You Read. I have the privilege of interviewing luminaries of our times about the books that shaped them from childhood until now. We get everybody from Sarah Jessica Parker to Kristen Hanna, Mitch Albom, Susie Essman, Craig Ferguson, Rain Wilson, Amor Tolls, you name it, they come, they share. New episodes of You Are What You Read drop every Tuesday on Apple, Spotify, or any major streaming platform wherever you listen to your podcasts. Julia Show, My Talk 107 on everything entertainment. Thank you for joining us this afternoon. And uh, we wish uh, the Andover Coon Rapids uh, Little League team best of luck. They uh, had, a, had a tough day of it yesterday at the Little League World Series, but they get another chance. Uh, they're taking on a team from Louisiana tonight at 7. And if you want to watch that, it'll be on ESPN 2. Yes, I peaked yesterday. Yes. Wasn't it 11 to 11 nothing? 11 nothing. Yeah, yeah, it was a bad one. Yeah. But yeah. Maddie got to pitch. Our I gal Maddie got to pitch an inning. And that's, she's only the sixth girl to pitch yes. in the Little League World Series. So well, cool. they can change it all tonight. Yeah. That's right. All right. Well, last night in the clubhouse, uh, Andy is going on a bit of a break. He won't be back for a couple of weeks. But he did have a final hurrah on Sunday night. And he had Kate Upton and 50 Cent. And I, the last time 50 Cent was on, he had $10,000 in his wallet because Andy just... I remember that. I out remember of nothing, it. just said, how much money do you have? I remember. And, yeah. And... Uh, the Benjamins. Yeah, bro, boy, it was unbelievable. So, uh, but, and Kate Upton was really uh, a, a fun guest. And mm-hmm. I, she had an amazing outfit on it. Reminded me of something like a buxom Audrey Hepburn would have worn in Breakfast at Tiffany's. It was, you know, the gingham. She's so cute. Yeah, she really, yeah. She really is. And uh, uh, so someone, uh, a caller wanted to know what she thinks of the rumor that Victoria's Secret might not do their annual fashion show. My question is for Kate. You look beautiful. Hi, thank gorgeous. you. Um, what was your reaction to the rumors that Victoria's Secret may not have a fashion show this year? Now, you um, worked with them, right? I did work with you them. You did work with them. Okay. Yeah, and... Um, you know what? We're sick of seeing the same body type. You have to be body inclusive now. Every woman needs to be represented. Otherwise, it's a snooze fest. There you go. A snooze fest. A snooze fest. Mm-hmm. And it is true because they're interchangeable. The bodies that come oh. strutting down the runway. But it's who like, even watches that besides men? Whoever watched that? I don't know. Serious. Yeah. I mean, it would get its five, five and a half, yeah. six million people and whatever. Okay. Who did she marry again? She's a married pitcher? to Justin Verlander, yeah, the, the pitcher. Pitcher okay. for the Astros. Okay. Here's a, uh, this is about a little beef that maybe happened with Fit Ascent. And- Andy, did you ever hear back from Jerul after you bought the 200 front row seats of his concert? Just so they would be empty. <laughs> I love the I shades you love pull. that. 
Jarul, Ja Rule, of course. Yeah, but they was like on the, the what's the name? I just happened to see them on the uh, on StubHub or something. Yeah, like it was like this for for you to buy, it. and I was like, that was so cheap. I might as well just buy it. <laughs> Did you ever hear from him? Nah, they don't call me after that. They, don't, they call don't call you after that happens. They were so cheap. I know it. He's so he's so gently savage while he's smiling <laughs> with his darling gap in his teeth. Um, uh, and he really is the rapper turned mogul turned unofficial oh. debt collector. I swear to God. Well, he was born in Queens. Fifty cent. Yeah, yeah, we know that. Okay. Yeah. All right. Try not to Google anymore. No, because I was just trying to figure out something else. Yeah, I know, but let's, yeah. Okay. Okay, so let's play the next one, Danny. Okay. What's the true story of Bow Wow taking the money you gave him for strippers at the club, and did you ever end up, or did he ever end up paying you back? This happened, Andy. We went to <laughs> out to Atlanta. We enjoyed ourselves in a nightclub. Where, the Cheetah Club? No, it was, it was, um... I forgot the name of the club. Okay. It was like a, 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 a strip club. <laughs> but the strip club, we were enjoying ourselves. We had a bunch of money around, so we were throwing the money because you don't want to be there and not have money to throw. When you, and, of course. And then nah, later, fine. later the, the, we see on his actual, on his Instagram, he's like snapped his own, like, yo, somebody better come get this. He had and a lot of money. He took the money back home with him. <laughs> you gave him money to play around in the club. In the club. And he took it home with him. He home with him. I'm like, you bum, you can't go nowhere with us. Right. <laughs> After that, he's like, I don't want you around anymore. LL Cool J, J yeah. took the money home. And then another one, another caller asked, asked Fiddy if he regretted calling Common the male Vivica A. Fox. On Instagram a few months ago, and the comment, a reference to, you know, because that was his, his ex-girlfriend, Vivica A. Fox, who soon became his favorite target on social media, came after Common opened up about his breakup with Erka, Erka Badu. Okay. And he said something about not being able to eat when he broke up with her. This is 50 telling Andy. I was like, oh, man, that was a while ago. That was like a shot, you know, like, that's can we try this again? It's I feel like he was just reaching back after that to you know, trying to, that, you know, but he said no comment, didn't get mad at him for calling him the male Vivica A. Fox. Anyway, I do like his, yeah, rule and buying the 200 tickets up front. So oh, that, that, that is such shade. <laughs> oh, that man. is such <laughs> shade. But talk about the Wendy Williams thing because well, we'll get to, oh. yeah, we'll get to that. Let's just play one more for about Kate okay. Upton uh, talking about posing Amri Touch and then. What Fiddy says about Kanye being on the Kardashians. Kate, my question is for you. First, I would like to say thank you for being such an awesome role model for women. What was the most powerful part of shooting your untouched cover for the recent Health magazine? You know, it was a really hard decision to make because it was months after I gave birth to my little baby girl. But I thought it was really important because we're surrounded by so much retouching and social media and filters. And we've kind of lost touch of what's real, what's not real. And for me, this was a big step to put out a good image of being real and real expectations of what it's like after birth. Oh, you think where's the rest of it? That's all they posted. They cut it off after that. Yeah. Well, you know, he doesn't think too much of it. I mean, he says you you notice he's not on there that much. And he doesn't watch Keeping Up with the Kardashians because he just was asked to weigh in. And then Andy also asked him, is it true, or maybe a caller did, to the rumor that you paid Anna Wintour $25,000 to get a ticket to the Met Gala? And without batting an eye, he just said, yep. 
It's true. Well, he paid her $25,000 to get a ticket? Yeah. That's what you have to pay. Yeah. When you're not invited, yeah. you have to pay that. Pay that's that. what yeah. people pay. Yeah, well. Uh, and that's why it's kind of funny when people say it wasn't any fun at all. Well, A, it wasn't fun. Plus, I had to pay a crap load of money and I'm a celebrity to go. <laughs> right. I mean, so that's the thing. People do have to pay to go to that. Yeah, that's and true. And maybe your movie company will pay if they need you to get publicity or well, something. I wish but- Andy had known about uh, 50 Cent keeping Wendy Williams waiting outside because he didn't ask her about it. So this was a party Saturday night. Saturday night. And uh, he, you know, she... I, he said he, he captioned an Instagram video of her kind of being forced to, and she's kind of trying to hide in her hat. Cause remember, she was supposed to be doing a show in New Jersey. Yeah. So she's, she's trying to sneak into 50 Cent's party in New York. Jersey. 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 Saturday night. Okay. And he captioned it You can't just show up to my party if you've been talking about me. Biatch, wait outside. Wow. And so he's throwing shade at Wendy because uh, she talks about him a lot. Yes, she does. And she's like kind of had a hat down. And then she did post a picture later with Snoop Dogg and her son. That's who she was at the party That's who with. That, she goes out with her son a lot. I don't know how I feel about that, you guys. Well, who, first of all, I mean, it's a celebrity, yeah. so maybe you go with your mom or your dad because you get into parties. But it seems kind of lame. He's, he's what twenty now? I at think the so. Most, it's nineteenth so. birthday party, right? He's I nineteen, I but know. he's a huge yeah. Snoop fan. So I get well, bringing I your get kid to part, meet yeah. Snoop. I get that. Okay. I all right because I wanted to buy an experience for one of my kids that I just heard wasn't it available. But I I can't <laughs> say that she can buy a, a meet and greet <laughs> with Post Malone. <laughs> Don't say that on the radio. That's well, you're too late not going to. You're not getting meet and greet. So. <laughs> You know, you didn't get it. It's a nice gesture. It's a nice gesture. So you're just saying, okay, she was totally because I see you want to do something different for your kids. I don't know that we can say that she goes out with her son. I think I can't. I can't at all. I I get this 100%. We just never had anyone that my kids wanted to meet on our show. Enough. How'd you like to come and meet Danny Osmond? Who? Who yeah, uh, really? Let's see. How'd you like to come and meet Keith Partridge? (laughs) Who? David Cassidy? Who? Um, yeah, I'm trying to think if we've yeah. had anybody that would There's, impress uh, um, your kids or even mine. Yeah. Oh, boy. It'd be hard. <laughs> That's well, a tough one. No, we had that comic on from last, um, from Blake, Whose Line Is It Anyway? America Ferrara. But that was a long time ago. Yeah, they weren't even yeah. really born when that, I mean, they were like they two, were, five maybe when... Uh, traveling Pants, yeah, Sister of the Traveling Pants. Yeah, yeah. It was a long Can't time ago. Anybody. So anywho... I get Wendy Williams here. All right. totally. So she was going to the party for the yeah. kids. Snoop yep. invited her. 50 Cent, probably having some fun, making her wait. And apparently, this is her disguise. She wears a New York Yankees hat over How her is wig. she disguised? Well, I'm just saying that's yeah. the disguise. Yeah, she likes to wear the hat. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, I thought this was kind of, you know, Peter Fonda died when we were on the air on, uh-huh. on uh, Friday, Friday night. So none of the morning shows had anything. And to I him. told you why. Why? Nobody liked him. Really? And this is Montana Deep Throat giving me this information. Uh, big time, no one liked him, including his children, including his stepchildren, including friends, including ex-wives. He was a dink. He survived by his third wife. Yeah. And he's got two kids yeah. and maybe some bonus kids. Yeah. 
Well, he was never. He was a star in his own right, but he was never a star like his dad no, or like his sister. sister. No, not at all. Um, and he, Jane Fonda said, "Oh, he was my sweethearted baby brother, the talk of the family. I've had beautiful alone time within these last two days." He went out laughing, mm-hmm. and he died of cancer. And he was ten when his mother took her life. Yep. She had a nervous breakdown after learning of um, Henry Fonda's affair and was confined to a hospital and she took her life and it was five years before Peter Fonda or Jane learned the true circumstances Mm -hmm. of how their mom died and then Peter accidentally shot himself and nearly died on his 11th birthday. It was a story he told often including during an acid trip with members of the Beatles and the Birds during which Peter Fonda reportedly said, I know what it's like to be dead. John Lennon would use that line in the Beatles song, She Said, She Said. She said, I know what it's like to be dead. Well, there you go. There you go. Uh-huh. So, uh, and I guess he had a strange relationship with his dad for most of his life, and uh-huh. it wasn't until the so last... So did Jane. So did Jane. And with his daughter. With his daughter. Um, Jane wrote in her memoir in 2005, Peter is all deepness, deep sweetness, kind and sensitive. He would never intentionally harm anything or anyone. Hmm. Mm-hmm. In fact, he once argued with me that vegetables had souls. Hmm. Or it was the 60s, yeah. she writes. yeah. yeah. He is a strange, complex mind that grasps and hangs on to details ranging from the minutiae of his childhood to cosmic matter. Okay. That's an interesting that description is a re- of your I, brother. I, 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 <laughs> now, when you describe, you're trying to look for flowery words, words. to describe kindness or something. Yeah. So what is it, minutia? Into, what did he... He he had a strange complex mind that grasped and hung on to details ranging from the minutia of his childhood to cosmic matters. Yeah, okay. I'm going to say he was stoned most of the time. And um, when we could connect on a personal level, he was really sweet. Yeah. Hence the soul. He was very handsome. He was beautiful. I I didn't realize he was like, he was so, uh, you know, not liked. I didn't know that either. Yeah. Well, like I said, Montana Deep Throat. Oh, well, there you go. Sorry. We know it. All right, listen. Because I literally sent it to you know yeah. someone that I know, perhaps, right. in Montana, and they're like, oh, Ugh, good man. riddance. Well, rest in peace, Peter there Fonda. You go. Damn it. We'll All be right. right back. This is a My Talk Dirt Alert. All right, Holly, let it rip. Let let the dirt unfold. (laughs) Please don't. Surprise, surprise, surprise. I'm going to hotbox you with this one. Larry King Mm. files for divorce. He's divorced. All these crazy alien stories can't be true, can they? Hey, it's Stephen Diener, host of the Unidentified Alien Podcast. And whether you're new to the conversation or have been looking into it for years, you need to check out the fastest growing alien show out there, the Unidentified Alien Podcast, or UAP for short. There's a crazy amount of alien encounter stories out there from all over the world. And the beauty of it is that I bring them all to you and let you decide what you believe. Download and subscribe to UAP on any of the major podcasting platforms. And you can also find it on UAPpodcast.com. I'm Bradley Trainer, And I'm Don McClain. We have a podcast called Blinded by the Item. A blind item is gossip about a celebrity with their name left out. It's a guessing game, and you can play along. The item might be like, this A-list star carries a Birkin bag worth more than the average person's house to the gym to work out. 
pretty sure that's J-Lo. And P.S. The person behind all of this is Chris Jenner, LLC. We drop a new episode every weekday so the fun never ends. Blinded by the Item. Listen wherever you get podcasts and watch us on the Blinded by the Item YouTube channel. Forcing his seventh wife, Sean King. He filed for divorce today in L.A. Superior Court. He's been married to Sean for 22 years. They have two adult sons, Cannon and Chance. Cannon's 19. Chance is 20 years old. And, uh, you know, Larry and Sean, they've been kind of down this road at least once before. Remember back in 2010? She was Larry, caught with someone. Yeah. Uh, well, Larry King filed for divorce. And uh, Sean tried to file first, but Larry's legal team was faster. Didn't matter. But they reconciled. Then they had more turmoil in 2016 when they publicly addressed cheating rumors. And this breakup comes on the heels of Larry's medical crisis back in April, where he suffered what doctors described to Sean as a heart attack so this will be his eighth divorce because larry king was married to one of his wives eileen atkins twice back in the 1960s so now here it gets a little juicier uh sources are connected to tmz say that they've been having troubles for a couple of years but apparently uh, sean presented him with legal documents a couple of months ago that would give her certain rights to their property that would have adversely affected the two sons TMZ saying that they felt that Sean, their mom, was trying to screw them out of their inheritance from Larry. And TMZ reporting that Chase and Cannon went to their dad, Larry, and told him they were outraged by their mom's conduct, presenting the documents and pled with Larry to get out of the marriage and please divorce mom. And Larry King followed the advice of his sons. Jeez, this you, is juicy. Well, he has, he, I remember. He is he, 80, isn't he? Yeah, but he has a really sweet relationship with these two boys. He does. Yeah, they've, he talk about it when he used fan yeah. TV, you yeah. know, this Larry King, and I loved it. And it, it, Sean, what she, is she seems doing? like she's always been a hussy after yeah. his money. Yeah. I have got to be honest. Look at her. For 22 years, she man, does. she put up. She felt yeah. to me like she was that gal, but that's, that's kind of the boys want their stuff protected. Well, and he wants them to have it protected. I have a study of duh today that has something to do with elder abuse. Mm. Oh. Mm-hmm. 80, uh, Larry King, by the way, is 85 years wow. old. Wow. So he's hanging in there. Well, good for them. The boys, to, yeah. if that's the case, but that's pretty juicy. Very much so. So That woman just seemed always a little vile to me. They have been, yeah, they've been married for 22 years. You know, maybe it was is one she of those even 40 yet? No, she <laughs> is. She's in her 50s. Yeah, I would yeah, think so. I think it was, uh, she got busted with the boys' little league coach. That's it. That's I it knew it was. was a baseball person. <laughs> yeah, early on. Yeah, but they stuck with it until now. I mean, you know, ultimately, I suppose the final straw is like, hey, you're trying to actively affect our kids' future and their mm. well-being. So I give you the countess. Yeah, yeah, she tried to do yeah, that with she her tried kids to do it to her kids. Yep. Mm-mm-mm. All right. Well, we'll keep you updated on any more juicy gossip regarding the divorce of Larry King. His age. I feel divorce. bad for him so that he has I to totally. get divorced at the age of 85 after marrying all those women. 
I do too. You know, you went down the road and then now you have to come to your eighth divorce. Yeah. I mean, come on. You know, stranger things have happened. What can I say? Um, the Matrix 4 is officially a go, according to Variety.com. The Keanu Sans continues. I'm sure that his newfound celebrity in 2019 probably had a little bit yeah, of, to, to do with so. this. Uh, but all, all the original crew, or at least some of them, are back. Lana Wachowski, she's going to write and direct this fourth film. Keanu Reeves, Carrie Ann Moss, they played Trinity and Neo. They're going to be back, too. So uh, a lot of people excited about this. Not surprised that Warner Brothers was pursuing this because the three previous Matrix films have collectively earned more than $1.6 billion at the global box office. Warner Brothers is thirsty after Harry Potter has been over for quite some time and the DC cinematic universe, not particularly popular among people. I think they're like, okay, we need something. We need to make a little bit of money. What's the last matrix you guys have seen? I think it was two for me. I saw the first one. I did. Yeah. I didn't know what was going on. I fell asleep. Nothing. I couldn't figure out anything. I forget that the two other Matrix movies exist because exactly right. You're like, what's going on here? I, I don't really, I don't really care. Can we have closed caption, please, or <laughs> <Right>. something? <laughs> exactly. Uh, I don't know if you guys are watching uh, this show on HBO, but Succession has been renewed for season three. HBO is really getting behind this. I need to this. watch the show. I've I never have, watched it. It's is it good? It's it's different. You yes, it, and Holly? it's it's good. It's but just you watch it. I watch it. I really like it. Mm-hmm. Uh it is kind of loosely based on the Murdoch family. Mm-hmm. You have to be comfortable with being uncomfortable. Thank you. Yes, oh. and you have to be com- the, these the, people <laughs> are family <laughs> and they treat each other like Yeah. Yeah. But it's the behind the scenes of a multi-billion dollar media yep. empire and and It's kind of f- interesting. Yeah, and and then the question is who is going to succeed dad as the CEO? And and the dad is played by Brandon Frazier. No, oh. no, one? that's George, 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 the jungle. <laughs> oh, the dad is played by a very, he, well, he did another HBO, a series. Maybe it was about the Gettys. The it's Getty? played by Brian Cox. Oh, yeah. Okay. He's a British okay. actor. He kind of looks like an old dodgy guy that you've seen around. Yeah, He's right. a, that guy. Okay. You would definitely. Yeah, right, like right, it. There's right. a lot of character actors, a lot of really good people, but I bring this up because uh, HBO is really putting a lot of their weight behind the show as their replacement for game of Thrones on Sunday nights and really getting excited about it. So well, watch out for the show. Go back in, Cause I Karen Culkin, it. Macaulay mm-hmm. Culkin's little brothers on it. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah. All right. All right. So go in for a succession over on season three. Uh, I think I got it mixed up, though, with the show that was about the Getty oil. Sure. Because there was a period of time where they had a family thing. That was was with Benedict Cumberbatch, that horrible show. It wasn't that one? No, it wasn't that one. Brendan Fraser was in the show about the Gettys. The Gettys. Yes. And I thought I had just seen the movie, All the Money in the World, that they replaced. You mean the one with Donald Sutherland? Yeah. The TV show on Fox? Yeah. Yeah. I got it mixed up, succession with that well it's kind of like armageddon deep impact you got a couple of things about meteors at the same time you got a couple of things about the gettys at the same time lena dunham is on the cover of the latest issue of domino magazine which is a home magazine and she says about living with her ex jack antonoff that it was a real struggle she said that they lived completely differently and that jack antonoff was afraid of dust and so that made it a little hard for her. Uh, and he, she's dusty or what? Yeah, I don't okay. know. But Lena Dunham wanted to meticulously plan every detail. He didn't like the way that she decorated. And she said that he didn't like living among the insides of my mind. 
Well, she was very... Oh gosh, they were together five they years. They were, but I think that would be hard to be in her mind. She was going through a period, too, and she's off some of the drugs. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yes. And uh, she said that she feels much more at home in her new apartment. She said, the space isn't big, but it's perfect for pacing. And every day I do laps through the doors like I'm in a slapstick comedy from the 1930s amusing myself. So if you see Lena Dunham pacing around in her Manhattan little apartment, there you go. She's pretty happy. All right. Thanks, Holly. Thank you so much. All right. We got traffic when we come back. We got the study of duh. Thanks, Alexa. That's one of our studies. Oh, goodness. I hope she's not talking right now and everybody's saying, hey, Alexa, let's do my talk traffic. Oops, sorry, not sorry. Um, Your my talk traffic is brought to you by American Refugee Committee, which has a new name, a light starting with a stalled vehicle blocking a lane in New Hope, uh, right by Bass Lake Road, pretty backed up. And darling, I know it's getting late. I what? What? This what is you know? not going... <laughs> This is really a study of Dub, but yet at the same time, maybe it isn't. Thanks, Alexa, is the name of the study. And it's coming to us from Brigham Young University. Okay. Study warns digital digital assistance could make the young children less Stupid. polite. Oh, less, less polite. polite. Give me an example. Yeah. So after you yeah. install one of these helpful devices in your home, many people tend to just speak rudely or shout orders. What's the weather? That's right. What time is it? Yeah. At their tiny robotic little helper. Play Elvis. Yes. And it, it, so it's it caused some researchers at Brigham Young, all that dictating. Oh. Will it influence how we interact with real people? So... People, uh, they, uh, they, digital assistants are are not making adult users more impolite in their day to day dealings with others. Yet, researchers speculate that future generations who are growing up with the tiny little robotic digital assistants that are so prevalent mm. may be more influenced by their interactions um, with them. So, worried parents and yeah. news outlets who have fretted. About the personification of digital assistance and how does it affect being polite? Well, Alexis, can you, don't you have to worry. please look up the word cow? Yeah, make you say you know. Yeah, well, <laughs> there's no need for adults to say please and thank you when using a digital assistant. Well, no. You know, a total of 274 young people took part in the study. Okay. And, um, they expected to find that adults were becoming less polite I, due to digital ex- assistance. But haven't you guys noticed that in general? I have noticed that totally. What? Adults are Just less polite. Just in life. Just in life. Yeah. But People, they did not find that. Oh, they didn't? No. I, I noticed that. They did not mm. find that, Especially Julia. on the road. The yeah. research, we're not talking about you and your I'm daily not. drive no, no. to Woodbury. No, no, I'm okay. not. <laughs> You're okay. such a bitch. I know, but that's wow. what you're referencing. I know. I'm not. I've talked to others, family members sure. who have noticed the uh, decline the in manners. Of yeah, yes. no, 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 Julia. In fact, okay. that is not what's well, happening. That makes me happy. Current devices are too robotic and dissimilar to actual people to impact human to human interactions right now. They said they're not sure if the same results if they observed children because children who are growing up with a digital assistant like that's the norm Mm -hmm. are still developing behavioral habits that they will keep well into adulthood yeah so if you're really worried about it Lori's study of does says 
teach your kids to say please and thank you to those little digital robots. Oh, or, oh I see. Or have a dictionary in your house and don't let them go to the robotic thing to do everything. Julia, we're not putting the genie back in the bottle, right, okay? Fine. So I say... Have your kids use please and thank you when asking Alexa yeah. or Siri. Alexa, would you please play whatever? Just have them do that. Then if they're in that behavioral mode where they're learning their pleases and thank yous and being polite. I mean, this seems like a no-brainer yes. to undo, yeah. you know. Google and Amazon have recently added features to their digital assistants that they can compliment people whenever they speak to the device respectfully oh huh. you know because mm-hmm. you know we've all yelled at our assistant just to i don't see have one what they'd say you've never yelled at ed and no, then i don't have one Siri doesn't understand my language yeah okay. so, well, and, and i, I can't even imagine if i got one of those other things i refuse i'm bringing you breaking this is being presented on thursday at america's confirmation on information systems oh, wow. so this is we're ahead of the game we're ahead of the study thank you Lori, for one. bringing us so i if you're worried about it just make it say please and thank you yeah. i agree there, there you go okay here we go now we're talking about um larry king's kids saying we think mom is abusing you and having you sign things you don't know what you're signing yeah 85 year old coot well guess what oh, wait, a, wait a frame it so nice <laughs> that's a good word though coot yeah coot yeah this is from the university of southern california and they found okay Everyone goes, oh, you've got an older relative. you got to be worried about fraudulent phone calls and phishing emails and other online schemes. Well, guess what? Guess who older adults are scammed more often by? Children. Relatives. That's what I was going to say. Relatives. Then strangers. And I believe this. I believe it. I believe it. They looked at 2,000 calls that were placed between June uh, 2014 and June of 2017. Mm-hmm. And anyway, they did. Uh, they found, they were shocked that family members, not strangers, are the most common perpetrators of elder financial abuse. Listen, I could have done a lot of damage. I did all my dad's banking. I did all my Aunt Marlene's banking. I could have just transferred. If you'd had a gambling problem that we didn't know about or something like that. And if they had money, it would have been (laughs) Right, right. That's true. There's nothing to (laughs) do. There is nothing to to skim. I mean, look at Robert De Niro. He's having to sue one of his employers for embezzling him. Yeah. You know? He could be that could be considered elder abuse. It was a long time employee. <laughs> it of really his. was. Well, I do think you know if you have somebody that's worked for you for thirty years. Mm-hmm. I mean that would that's pretty mm-hmm. terrible. And you've heard this, and we've seen this happen. And um, forty no sixty one percent. That's financial it. abuse is the most common family related complaint. So you're taking care of your mom in Seattle and everyone mm-hmm. else lives out state. Mm-hmm. Well, your mom starts to lose and you need to start paying her bills for yeah. her. And now that banking's online, it's even easier to scam from other accounts. I mean, I, I just think that's terrible. I had so many accounts I managed at one point. No, but that's just terrible. It, of course it is, but you can. I can see how this can happen. So mom, good thing I think, Larry King's yeah. sons have yeah. spoken up. One in 10 older Americans, and by older, they're saying 75 mm-hmm. plus, is expected to be abused financially. By a family member. By a family mm-hmm. member. Mm. That's really... Yeah. 
It's horrible. Yeah, you read about it all the time, that's for sure. Well, not all family members like each other at a certain point. And then when someone gets sick and you're the one who's in state who has to do all the caretaking. This is the first study. And someone flies in once a year. Oh, I'll take mom for the weekend. It's like, screw you. I've been doing it year-round. This is the first time they did a study in conjunction with the National Center on Elder Abuse. Like, they've never matched Mm -hmm. the... Phone calls because mm-hmm. this is an 800 number where people can call and report. I think my sister's abusing, or you know, right. and what yeah, do I yeah. do? Because sure. people don't know where to turn. They don't want to necessarily call well, the mom police. Mom won't say anything because the person will say, Mom, if you say anything on this, I'm not going to drive you anywhere. Anymore. Yeah. So, so if I, you're, I don't have the phone number handy, but it's called the National Center on Elder Abuse, NCEA. They take phone calls. So they analyzed these phone calls and what it was about. And that's wow. what they found out. Yeah. Jesus. Bad, 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 bad. Okay. Mm-hmm. My last study of duh. Yes. This is, seems like a counterintuitive one, but here it is. Okay. This uh, was published in the Journal of Applied Psychology. It took me all of June and July to find one good story. Well, we appreciate well, your sticking to it. Really? Thank I mean, you. Glazing <laughs> over. Thanks for thinking of us. Yeah. You cannot believe you how many things. First fall under applied psychology uh-huh. anyway here it is having a horrible boss may actually mold you into a great boss does this well, seem counterintuitive no but i believe it ha- having an abusive insulting downright horrible boss can make it hard to feel good about heading into work every day but new research says there can be a positive takeaway uh, well, you is, learn how not to boss, of course. The University yeah. of Central Florida found that abuse and bad behavior by people in management positions don't always lead to the same behavior in lower level. In fact, when offered positions of leadership, people who've had really bad bosses are more likely to treat their own subordinates better because they resolved not to be the big a-hole yeah. that they had to work right. for. So it's a silver lining of mm-hmm. sorts if you're working for a real, you know, monster. Dinkus Moranis. Yeah. Well, you will learn everything that you won't do to the next person. This makes sense. Yeah. This, oh, it does? Okay. Totally. Totally. Right. Wish I'd had you be looking with me through I the could've... Journal of Applied Psychology. This would have jumped out <laughs> well, sooner. Well, it's a dollar, Lori. That one feels like a dud to me. Well. Because if someone treats you mean and you're upset every day and you'll think when I get their job... job. I'm, I'm not going to do so this. Nice. Okay. It isn't even being nice. It's just be, being I'm not considerate. Be that way, yeah. Right. I mean, because there could be so many different ways the abuse is happening. Oops, I, I don't send you the emails on time. I Oops. do have a number for the National Center oh. of Elder right. Abuse. It's a toll-free number. If listeners want to yeah. jot it down, it's 1-855-500-ELDR. Elder. Oh. 1-855-500-ELDR. And that will connect you with the National Center for Elder Abuse. Yeah, because people don't know who to call. No. Do you call a? Do you call the bank? Do you call the uh, police? Do you well, call a lawyer? I mean, right. that's why Absolutely. they call this number. Like, here's what's happening. What do I do? That's the advice you're getting. So that's kind of you know. Mm-hmm. Anyway, I think it's time for us to go. I can I, see your eyes glazing they over are. With study <laughs> study dorama. <laughs> study to <Dadana. laughs> We'll be right back.
Mall of America all summer long. I'm going to get the lowdown on what's on sale. Please. Julia might be picking up a slice of banana cream pie from the <gasps> Twin City Diner for Casey. Tw- Twin Cities Grill. Twin City Grill, I mean. Yeah, thank oh, you. Oh, yummy. They have yummy banana cream pie. But I haven't been to the Mall of America all summer long. I am disgusted with myself. Don't be disgusted with yourself. I wish I, I would have love... brought in my stuff from Macy's so you could return it. Oh, like I <laughs> want to do that for you. Yeah, what do I look nice like? Thing. What do I look like? <laughs> a really? nice person sometimes. Oh, wrong, wrong person. Yeah. No, you, you look got like me you. confused with the person you pay to be your digital personal assistant, whoever that is. No, if you brought, if you had it, I'd do it. I know you would. You know, but then you'd have to give me your card. Well, I have that, too. Okay. All right. <laughs> and I think I have it in my car. Oh. I'm not going to make you do it. Yeah. What is it? A bunch. A bunch? Just junk. Just junk. That just you isn't right. You do that a lot, don't you? I, I have a pair of shoes it. from over a year ago. That you never returned? That made, I found them in my garage, and it made me mad. I'm like, they're so cute. I want them to fit me, but they're just a little too short. Yeah. That's kind of what I'm curious to see what's on sale. Yeah. I want to know. So um, we'll have a full report on MOA tomorrow. Just, just a little tiny one. Um, I do. I think things are going well there. People are going there. People are going into stores. Oh, we love yeah. it that people are shopping in real stores. Yeah, that's the thing. I have done no shopping this summer. This shoulder really rock blocked me from uh, spending money. Spending money. Was it this, I, it's I'm, the credit card side? That's right. It's the wallet. It, it's the rest of plus. Yeah. Hmm. Well, not really. She not, doesn't no. care about that. Yeah, I don't <laughs> care about that. Yeah, what was right. I thinking? Right. Uh, by the way, kudos to Katie Holmes. I do, now that I thought about it, I really liked how she had her source tell page six that somebody overheard her at a restaurant say that she'd been broken up for months with Jamie, even though two and a half months isn't months. I I'm, I do think that that is I'm kind of that's kind of they a smart always way. seemed odd to me totally and I and I think now that it's definitive that um, he was with Casamigo Vol Voltare Celavane <laughs> Celavane Celavane yeah. he was on with Kelly and Ryan I think he was billed to be on in New York City Jamie Foxx on their show but I had what? an engagement called Gluteus Maximus Workout or whatever. Yes. And so I never got I never got around to watching it. Well, he, and I missed Jerry O the last two days. Okay, he was funny, funny today. Jerry he o. is funny, you guys. Um, so he, um, Jamie Fox, was seen with, um, you know. But what would he have been doing in New York promoting? Shazam! On, oh, that's it. Okay, he's with. That's in, what he's promoting. Yes. yes. Yeah. I want him to he act wants his again. daughter yeah. to be a big Shazammer. He's probably promoting Castle La Verde, <laughs> La Motre Voltre's music career. You keep adding names to her. I well, like that. that's because yeah. I want to. <laughs> okay. Yeah. I want to. All right. All right. Well, here's what I know. Tell me if you would do this. I kind of thought this was a cute idea. So there's a lady who got married last year, and um, she's 54. And she decided she had so much fun in a wedding dress that she would continue to wear a wedding dress to outings. Like she went paddle boarding in her wedding dress. She said it brought her such joy to be able to use the dress again. Mm-hmm. And people made such comments, fun comments, that she goes grocery shopping in the wedding oh, dress. And she um, she goes roller skating in the wedding dress. You don't think you should be able to wear your wedding dress for as long? I mean, and no, she did it for, no, for attention, you don't care. so you can get attention every day, everywhere you go. Are you thinking it's, it's attention go? or just yeah. schwadavi? No, it's attention. Attention. Look at me. Look at me. Yeah, that's me. weird. All right, weird. fine. 
I mean, you would never wear a wedding dress all all over the place, would you? No. Yeah. But I just, I kind of thought it was kind of fun to see someone just be so funny. Seth Meyers did a really funny thing last night. So he pretended that he was moderating a uh, the Democratic um, debate. debate. And so he had all these people, you know, they'd do screenshots of like all of the people running. And he'd ask them a, like an off-color question and mm-hmm. he would use their real oh, answer. Oh, He's yeah. clever. Mm-hmm. I love he his show. He's so funny. And then he had this 24-year-old intern on and would show her pictures of things and see if she knew what it was. Like a... <laughs> <laughs> I, one of them, I didn't even know what it was, a stylus pen, you know, for writing on a book. Thing. Right. And, um, and she started showing him things, and they were doing pictures. He's just so He was cute. the only one doing a late night yeah. show last night, him and Trevor Noah. That yeah. was it. Dak Shepard was on, on for huh? the wheel. Yeah. You know, oh, and David Spade, lights out. He's, oh, he's I don't doing watch that. that. I watch his little five-minute opening, but I got to say, Jerry O has a better opening than David Spade. It, and, there's some about that show that feels forced. Jerry O is hysterical. It's on Fox News at noon. He, I want him to take over Wendy. Wendy's Jerry O is fresh. Yeah, bring us something fresh and different. He does a funny little improv thing every day at the beginning of the show, making fun of himself. It is hysterical, and I do like how he gives the gossip. He brings it at a different level because he's more of an insider. Yeah, then he's also sometimes like a geeky snarky. outsider. Oh, beyond and snarky about it. Yeah, no, I really like it. I Wendy is still going out. She is making the rounds. She's having fun. I don't know. I don't know what's going on, but she better not let him have that spot too long. It's Wendy sanctioned because they do I the Jerry yeah, Wendy do. thing. But I mean, I'm just saying he's well, really she's got a return date. Well, yeah, she does, of course. But let me tell you, they're looking at the numbers and seeing what. Mm was happening last August, you know, in The reruns. biggest mistake was that Kelly Ripa didn't have someone fun be her co-host. I know. Because it. I have, don't Stop. even go to that show. It's not fun. No. She and Ryan are beyond boring. But if she had someone if fun. If she had Jerry O'Connell or Fred Savage or Steve. You and I or Steve. No, see, or Donna. She didn't want somebody more fun than her. I don't know.